We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Speed Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division that we're system point two. Called the one, the Neo, the novice, the noose. Where Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, no basic of state to take. But it's take, making my with Spoilers, people. We have all the news, murder news, non-murder news, and still everything is fucked, but things are still fucked. Yeah, that's what Things are still fucked, but things are not horrible <laughs> fucked. I mean, we might survive. My name is Bill. And I'm Noelle, and I, I am alive. <laughs> yep, Noelle is alive. Sorry about last week, folks. Uh, last week just, was, just sucked. Um, Everything is terrible. Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned the previous week or so, um, just going to say, go to our website, www.xchromosomepodcast.com. Everything is there from helping us out with funds to all of our social media. Cutting to the chase. Thank you for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, and we're just going to dive into things. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the big news that came out is uh, Noelle's favorite thing, murder. I mean, what a t- I mean, and it intersects with cops. Um, we'll start with this, because if we don't talk about it, you know, we're going to look like assholes, but Joseph James D'Angelo is a motherfucker. Um, he's also an ex-cop. He pled guilty on June 29th to 13 murders and admitted to a spectacular number of other crimes, finally bringing a close to an infamous string of long unsolved slayings, rapes, and burglaries that terrorized California during the 1970s and 80s. He is 74. The deal calls for him to serve life in prison without parole. If you've seen pictures of him, he looks like he is, you know, just waiting for the rest of his body to get the memo that he's already dead. In a hoarse and halting voice, D'Angelo said guilty or I admit over and over after multiple prosecutors spent hours detailing horrific attacks that were so that were prolific and spread out across northern and southern California. Oh, so prolific and spread out across Northern and Southern California that they were initially thought to be the work of multiple suspects. 13 murders and almost 15 rapes, said Tian Ho, Assistant Deputy Chief District Attorney for Sacramento County. His monikers represent the sweeping geographical impact of his crimes, the Visalia Ransacker, the East Area Rapist, the original Night Stalker, and the Golden State Killer. He was arrested in April 2018. Um... He was caught through, uh, cons- well, all, one, Paul Holes is amazing. Two, through at-home, de- through uh, consumer ge- uh, genetic testing, um, someone he was related to took a test, uploaded the, the genetic profile into a public database, which, if you feel comfortable doing, you should do, because you never know what you, if you personally will be able to bring justice to some victims. Because if this person hadn't uploaded their profile and gotten a familial match when it, um, all of the profiles from all of these rapes and murders were run, you know, against all of publicly accessible uh, DNA profiles, we would never have found him. So this is literally community, the community protecting itself 
and solving crimes by itself. Okay, not to interrupt you, but for those that don't understand, like me, exactly what happened with that? So, um, there's a link in the uh, uh, article from Washington Post to a... Can I get... Oh my god, I can't get the thing. Maybe I can get the thing now, unless that's going to be an ad. Um, the, um, the caption to the, uh, clip, or the, whatever it is, you push play and it makes noise, um, states, The rise of consumer genetic tests has provided law enforcement with new tools that have the potential to break open cold cases. They caught him because a relative made their genetic profile publicly available. The DNA test technique that caught the Golden State Killer is more... Oh, I just found the link based on what you just told me. Yeah, it's like 23andMe or some shit. Yeah, well, the reason is is that, um... <clears throat> excuse me. I went through and, um, very recently did the 23andMe test. Um, mm-hmm. And I just got my results back the other day for that. Um, but, uh, I cho- chose 23andMe due to the fact that, um, it doesn't give the information readily available. So this was something that someone submitted voluntarily? To yes, the this was a... V- a voluntary, here it is, later in the article, I mentioned Paul Holes, any murder nerd, especially if you are a fan of My Favorite Murder, is aware of our favorite our favorite criminal investigator who was never a cop, I found out through listening to The Murder Squad. He talks about how he is a civilian in law enforcement. He never walked beat. He never served as a police officer. So he's literally the perfect icon of somebody to to adore in law enforcement because he speaks for the victims. He's never come into it with an attitude that you develop from being a cop. He's never been cop indoctrinated. He's just there for justice. Um, He's also kind of hot in a dad way. Um, You can cut that and put it on Patreon. (laughs) But the, the article from the post Washington Post states, Paul Holes, an investigator for the Contra Costa District Attorney's Office, so not even, he, he works cold cases, and other investigators used a technique that was originally developed to reunite adoptees with their birth parents. Holes's team uploaded a DNA profile of the killer to a public DNA database that scours tens of thousands of other profiles to find potential relatives. The search uncovered some distant cousins. The team then found a common ancestor between the relatives and the killer and created family trees down to the present day. One of the forking branches contained D'Angelo. Then they trailed him before scooping up something he discarded that contained his DNA. That was tested against the DNA recovered from the crime scene, and it produced a match. And then they arrested him. The victims and their family members are expected to confront D'Angelo at an August sentencing, which is slated to last days. Victims are expected to read impact statements at that hearing. This is so much justice for rape survivors. And this is what we need to defund the police to do. We need to take away their tank money and spend it on science. We need to take away their tear gas money, take away their wooden bullets, and take away their rubber bullets money, and take away their ability to fucking harass people who are just being gay and helping protesters. Or, fuck, they, they, New York cops fucking messed with the Stonewall Inn on the 50th anniversary anniversary of the fucking Stonewall riots. Because it's 2020. But we take away their fucking money for all their war toys, and we spend it 
on more people like Paul Holes and more scientists and more forensic investigators, forensic accountants, forensic computer analysts, people who can track cyber stalkers and pr actually protect people <laughs> and, you know, end the fucking rape kit backlog. backlog. There are kits still in existence that get thrown away because they're, you know, they get thrown away. They never get tested. The sample's degraded. There's no justice. And this is just the tiny percentage of reported cases that get the test kit. You know, these are the, these are the, the brave few who put what little faith there is in the system in the system. Just think if we spent money on action, on more justice like this, how much more justice we would have and how much safer we would be. Actually safer. Because these people would be stopped the first time. Because the first victim would be believed. Or they would be stopped before they raped because we caught them peeping. And that would be taken seriously. Because that's, that's, there is an escalation process. And people would be better. We would legitimately be safer if we spent the money better. Rant, rant into, you know, our, the general theme for June, which is fuck the police. In July. And now it's July, and still, fuck the police. We might get into fuck greedy Renfair owners. Okay, so, next weekend is allegedly, and I'm using the term allegedly because the state could still shut them down, um, the opening weekend of Great Lakes Medieval Fair. Normally, I would be going to work. However, due to the pandemic shutdown of so many conventions and the ongoing threat to public health and safety and the fact that the festival owners are doing slightly less than the bare minimum because they're not requiring masks for everyone. And I don't know how they're going to implement more hand washing stations, more hand sanitizer. And I've been to this show that you're lucky there's toilet paper and water in the hand-washing stations at the Porta Johns. <clears throat> like, you're lucky to have access to clean hands on a not plague-ridden day. I cannot tell you how lucky I have felt to have, like, makeup-removing wipes or facial-cleansing wipes in the booth because I wasn't sure I had gotten my hands clean after taking a piss. Gross. It's an exceptionally gross show. Um, it's... Money is not being spent correctly in healthy years, and they're allegedly opening. Um, masks are required for participants, but not patrons. Now, they also say they're going to follow all state and local guidelines. Um, if they claim they're a wedding, wedding venue, they're not allowed to have more than 300 people, because that's still a thing. If they claim they're, amusement they're an amusement park, their regulations are not close enough to Cedar Point's. Which I've seen. And their tech Cedar Point is checking temperatures at the gate. And they're not opening when they open. Their run doesn't start for, for the public. They're opening for their season pass holders first. To, as like a, okay, we've got your money. We feel, you know, fair is fair. You already paid to come in at least once this year. We're going to try it. And we're going to see what happens. If this works, and it works over a few weeks, we'll start letting single day people in you know buy the ticket at the gate buy the ticket at wherever the um the dublin irish festival has canceled Lilyfest has canceled literally everything else that i would do overlapping this run is closed canceled done finite no show and 
us Gen Con, which overlaps, also closed. Different state, but it's a show that overlaps. Other, um, the Kentucky is running, but they started late, and they might not pull off a complete run either, because who knows what's going I haven't been keeping track of what's going on in Kentucky. I don't think the Tennessee Ren Fair went. Bristol is closed. So, across the country, most Ren Fairs are done for the year already. They're just not going to open. They'll honor, they'll honor contracts and roll, over, roll everything over to next year. We'll take a mulligan. It's fine. 2021. We'll try it again. Not Great Lakes. They still might be closed. Um, in challenging them, is what's your plan? What's going on? Why are we doing fucking... Why is your opening weekend theme plague? That's the opening weekend theme. Let me ask this question. And because for those that are listening that don't know, did they plan the theme with yes. the plague? All right. I didn't know, yes. I just want to make sure it wasn't done in advance. Like, we're going to start off with plague when they started in January. <laughs> no. No. That wasn't last year. They didn't decide last year that they're going to do a plague doctor theme. They're doing a wear your period PPE. Masks are encouraged the first weekend. Like, it's stated, please wear a mask, make it fun the first weekend. And their their justification, there's giant air quotes, is, well, we thought we'd make it a fun way to encourage people. No, it's not fun, and it's not funny. There are people in this time period who are fucking dying for want of PE. Your fucking plague doctor joke isn't funny. So I'm challenging back and forth, and I, I said um, in one of these comment streams, I'm one of the people who's losing money. So... Listen, patron, sit the fuck down. I am. Because I'm not working this show, I'm losing money this year. Joke about ORF having a plague weekend and Connie walking about wringing her hands blaming her predecessor protection, but... Yes, we... The Renfair community has been making dark jokes about this the entire time. But the difference between Gallo's humor and fucking something... And so, something that's just fucking tasteless is this example right here. People who have to work and deal with the public making dark jokes about, well, this would be funny. Ha ha ha. We all know that this is a terrible idea. Versus, let's have our opening weekend theme be all about the fact that 100,000 people have fucking died. Or however, whatever the death toll is. Um, I have not checked Ohio today. Have you not checked Ohio since Acton stepped down? Uh, yeah, that also pissed me off as they made her retire. Because fuck them. Okay, there are. Currently, as of today, total, to date, 52,865 cases as of today. Um, the total cases, cumulative, um, well, the hospitalizations is 7,911. Deaths, 2,876. But yeah, let's make light of that. That's in Ohio alone. Now, the Cuyahoga County um, has one of the, which is like, Next door to, it's right up there. You have to drive through uh, Cuyahoga County, which contains Cleveland, to get to the site. It has one of the highest hospitalization and death rates in the fucking state. And the counties surround are not delightful. We've got, um, I mean, Lake Geauga and Portage have dropped, but I don't have any more cases. Um, you know, the it, it gets harder to read, but I mean... Yes, it's a large population center. Franklin County is, like, neck and neck. But again, the third highest is Hamilton County. That's where all the major cities are. But Dayton, Montgomery County, which is ORF, 
huge spike right at the end of June. Huge. Yeah, with Massachusetts, we had our first day yesterday. Send it. Of zero deaths. Um, so. Yeah, this is just great. No, this is not great. Non-Hispanic or non-Latino. Um, in good news about the plague, before we dive into the bad news, um, there have been admissions of, you know, systemic, Dr. Fauci mentioned that, well, stated that um, systemic racism has caused a disproportionate impact of the virus on the black community. Thank you, we already know that, and we figured that out from AIDS. You figured that out from AIDS, Dr. Fauci? Fauci? Yes. So, confirmation that, um, despite the fact there are lawmakers in Ohio who insist otherwise, systemic racism is a public health crisis. It's literally killing people right now. In fact, what we started this episode with is this horrifying story from Austin, Texas, where... Um, on June 11th, Michael, Hitz, Michael Hickson, a quadriplegic black man with COVID-19, um, will share the tweet, was essentially killed by a hospital. Doctors decided he had no quality of life and was not worth spending the resources to save. The physician and his wife had a conversation that was caught on audio. I am assuming that is linked in the tweet. Um, so you can listen at your own risk. It's probably horrifying. And we'll make you angry and cry and want to punch things. Or however you deal with trauma of this nature. He was refused food or treatment for six days. So he slowly suffocated and starved to death over six days. That is, con that is an unconstitutional death. We don't kill prisoners like that. We, we didn't kill Ted Bundy like that. Or, you know, D'Angelo is going to die of being an old man in prison. He's not going to slowly starve to death. Unless he gets, unless, I don't, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> Good plan. But I didn't say it first. I just... Okay. It's just... Ugh. But yeah, it's not um, fun. This is not great. And <clears throat> for those that are wearing their masks and staying at home and things of that nature... Thank they, you. Um... I'm I am frightened as hell to do anything, and Massachusetts has brought down the totals really well in general. But even Massachusetts is like, fuck that, that thing's still out there. We're gonna watch us, make sure nothing's going on. Um, I was going to go to a outdoor D and D game, just like social distancing at a park to just be around people for just five people this Saturday. And then I see all these stories about spikes and things like that with social distancing and everything like that. I'm like, you know something? Fuck it. I miss, I miss seeing my friends and all that, but I'm not going to chance anything. Um, I, we joke, we've joked each year about how I've basically caught the plague during the summer. Yeah, I'm not doing that this year. Screw it. <laughs> um, so it all sucks. And our government isn't helping us. Here's some good news out of all of this shit. St. Louis Circuit Attorney investigating couple that pointed guns at protesters. The St. Louis City Prosecutor is investigating a married couple who brandished weapons at Black Lives Matter protesters as they marched towards Mayor Lydic Cruson's house. I hope they get the spawn. I hope they get the spawn to jail. I hope they get fucking arrested. They should have accidentally shot you. They had their, they had their fingers on the trigger. 
and they had their guns pointed at each other at some points. I know, there's no trigger discipline, it's disgusting. Uh, but that is going to be the couple's costume for Halloween, if we have a Halloween. Someone pointed out that this 4th of July is different because usually, like, beforehand or up to the 4th of July, people making plans, like, put a barbecue, set things up, and things like that. And it feels like June just merged into July with no... I probably would have no, wouldn't have even noticed, but um, I have off on Friday, and it's a paid holiday. And me and my friend are like, well, crap, that's that's unexpected, because everything's just melding together. It's like, what the fuck? Um, I want to throw out a verbal kitten, so to speak. Um, let's talk... I'm going to talk about a group known as the Try Guys, because of... Um, a previous episode where we spoke about Jerk Rawlings, and that's J-E-R-K Rawlings. Um, the Try Guys have done a big fuck you to J.K. Rawlings using her platform for fundraising for the Trevor Project. Um, they had filmed a couple of videos before the play kit, um, basically sorting themselves and getting their Patronuses and Wands. And the two videos that they did they basically did a thing right in front of it saying, hey, we support trans people. We're going to use this platform to raise money for the Trevor Project. Um, currently, their donations to that with their platform is $142. I'm sorry, $142,000. Yeah, let me just read, say this all over because I, can't, I don't know how to speak. Um, $142,708. In donations. So I thought that was great. And in the second video, you see Eugene almost cry over his Patronus. And Eugene is the Korean gay man of the group. And uh, he's usually the one that. He's usually the, also the Noel of the group. He like shows no emotion. <laughs> but he had a feeling. Hmm. Oh no, he had a feeling. <laughs> and that was my verbal kitten for now. So next okay. thing I want to go. Um, let's talk about Elijah McCain. McLean. Let's be sad about this, and then we can get sad about... This is a perfect example. Even more perfect than the other examples that have happened time and time and time again. Of You have a black man whose crime was being black, and of course the, uh, the cams from the body cams got knocked off, but the audio was still intact where you have the guy verbally cooperating, verbally pleading, verbally trying to do whatever he can, just Yeah, so, this, I read this, it was, ugh. Just to, he, he was doing whatever he can, and they still, this was a horrible, horrible tragedy. And the follow-up after this, yes, they've reopened the case, to get this re-review to see what happened. But that's not the case. This should have been done, justice should have been done a lot fucking earlier this. And faster. Then, faster. And then early, and then this week when there was that, uh, the memorial protest service thing with the violins and the Aora Police Department just going through and basically, all right, let's break this shit up because supposedly someone threw a stick or something at the police office, at the police office, the police station. Fuck that. Oh my god. Fuck, fuck, fuck this shit. 
isn't there some there's something um I know it's a Terry Pratchett book about why are you shooting victims they were throwing stones just get out of range they'll tire themselves out yes that sounds very very Pratchetty it's just just move go inside let's go back to the you know the St Louis ambulance chasers oh my God there are people who are walking up and down the street yelling. Go inside and lock the fucking doors on your million-dollar mansion. They'll probably leave you alone because they're not there to fuck with you. Mal, my sweet potato cat is yowling pitifully outside the the podcast lair door. I don't know if my mic is picking her up. I, no, I, that's I, not I, what I want. I did not hear the cats. In fact, I barely heard your spouse earlier when he was talking. That was uh, he's yeah. Ah, uh, weekend update on the subject of violins. Here is a kitten. It's we will post the the verbal kitten. It's from Vintage Saturday Night Live. Emily Latella on television violins. <laughs> uh, if if you do not know who Gilda Radner is, she was a fucking treasure. Um, brilliant comedian. Um, the character is just this little church lady who doesn't hear very well, and she has editorial comments. On several issues, including making Puerto Rico a stake. Why are we making Washington D.C. a stake before we're making Puerto Rico a stake state? No, it's it's they're they're fantastic, vi- uh, glorious, vintage, biting satire that Saturday Night Live used to be, and I don't know what it is now. I stopped watching when it started being dick jokes and nothing but dick jokes. But please. You know, in, enjoy the ear kitten. Um, enjoy the comedic genius of Gilda Radner. And don't confuse violins with violence as that police department did. Now, now I'm thinking about, uh, <laughs> did- I'm thinking about the song uh, Don't Call Me Daughter. Young girl violins or violins. <laughs> um, so, what else do we have? Going for us with the news. Um, here is a fun tip: uh, copper alloy metals, like statues of slavers, colonizers, and you know, in from specifically for the person giving the tip, genocidal Canadian prime ministers built in the Victorian or pre-Victorian era will do a slow rot when they come into prolonged contact with chlorides like tomatoes or salt. <laughs> so you know, a spray bottle full of salt water. Or some sucre soakers full of salt water. We'll take care of those statues real fucking quick, ladies and gentlemen. There's your protester tip of the week. Super soakers. Perfectly legal to have a water fight around the fucking statue. And slap it with a high, highly concentrated saline. It's not illegal. You've done nothing wrong. Yes, remember basic chemistry. Heated water, you can dissolve more salt into it also a salt and sugar slurry will be even more concentrated and unpleasant because that's the shit they put on the roads as a pre-treat so you can get more in if you also add sugar um so hyper concentrated salt water look it up on the internet have fun so someone needs to talk to terry cruz ah i mean terry cruz needs to shut the fuck up (laughs) because he keeps saying dumb shit and usually it's always, he says d- dumb shit 
on Twitter, and then someone has to go to him and say, Terry, you just said dumb shit on Twitter. Stop it. And then he goes back and goes, oh shit, I said dumb shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's a cycle that needs somebody. Yes. The, um, <clears throat> from the Daily Beast. I'm just going to read the blurb. Uh, we'll post the link so that you too can educate yourself about the toxic black supremacy myth. Uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine star and Me Too silence breaker has been roundly criticized for conflating the movement for black lives, the movement for black lives with black supremacy. He and like 100% of the white people in America have much to learn. Read, learn, educate yourself. Um, there's a huge difference between wanting to matter just as much as everybody else and black supremacy. Cruz's perspective is the safe one, the one that will make his white colleagues feel comfortable, and white producers more likely to hire him for projects. And um, in regard, and, and that just remind, and also later in the thing, this is something I read earlier this week. Um, there's a post on Medium from Nicholas Carter, who was basically the only black guy on the Cards Against Humanity writing team, and he had an he had brought up an issue with the idea that the major owners wanted to have a card with the N-word on it. Uh. Um, he brought it up, he talked through it with their HR department, what they have of an HR department. The I HR mean, it's card th wait, Cards Against Humanity has a fucking HR department? They have... That's they have, they have like, a person that HR is kind of like... You, you know you done fuck up. Um, they have something that, uh, a person that is like the HR department, I guess, but basically two days after that, he got fired. For complaining? Basically, yes, because he, he wasn't fitting in with the writer's room. And, um, luckily he had another job besides this, but, um, oh. basically they're just hiring one black person to get away with being able to use content on the cards like oh we had a black guy on our group he was okay with it um no that's that's not how it works but it's a very well written article we're also going to go through and post that onto our show notes which is all going to be on the website at chromosomepodcast.com um and also if you haven't been on the website we also have like the feeds to both our twitter and our facebook for our page, so if you don't want to go to Facebook or you don't want to go to Twitter, you can get all of that right on our website. So, oh, hey, I, I didn't know that about our website. Our website is apparently cool as shit. Um, I don't, so, internet. I keep getting swallowed by work. Yeah, well, um, I should have mentioned that. That's been on there for a bit, but because everybody's stuck indoors, why not? <laughs> um... So I want to bring up another kind of a verbal kitten, but it, to me it's kind of badass. And I always feel sorry now that this is done for any rude comments that I made, which I realize that a lot of my rude comments were when I was stuck in the South or stuck around a bunch of conservative assholes. Um, the Dixie, the, the chicks. The the artists previously known as the Dixie chicks. Um, dropped. Dixie from their name, and the same day that they announced that they were dropping that from their name, they put out this song called March with a video that matches. Go listen to it, watch the video. Like the last like two minutes is just 
list of names of people that have died to like po- under police brutality. Police That's badass. And it's just like holy shit. Um, and it's like, and it's not that they're they're not even singing over it either. It's all instrumental. It's just all the names. It's like so so many names. It's two minutes worth of names. A, about two minutes worth of names. Let, let me just pull up the video really to see what it starts up. Um, all right, it start. It goes from from two thirty four to four oh three. It starts with George Floyd um, and ends with uh, with Emmett Till at uh, three thirty nine because they did a they did a um, actual thing for like a bunch of. They also listed a bunch of organizations that helped them and organizations that you could help with all the stuff. They they cover just like with the video, women's suffrage, the LGBTQ movements, Black Lives Matter. They cover all of this. And it's like this is like a big fuck y'all. This is what we stand for. This is what rednecks are about. So um March March is the name of the song. Um but when I first saw it, I was like, holy crap. Um, but yeah, they went through, and I actually didn't watch the whole entire thing until right before the show. And when I saw that, I was like, "Holy crap!" And it's just like going through. It's like it goes with, like you said, it goes from George Floyd. It mentions Breonna Taylor. All the new name, all the names. It's they, they, so they, many names. Two minutes of names. Two minutes of names, and they had to like fly through a lot of them too, just to try to get it to fit through. But still. If you probably slow mo everything, you'd be able to pick up a whole bunch of names that you've never seen before. And I'm probably going to go through and, unless they have a list written somewhere, which I didn't look for, I want to see all those names. And I want to read about what the fuck happened, just so I can get myself even more educated. Because a lot of these accounts barely make a blip on local news. Yeah. And if they barely make a blip on local news, they're not going to make national news. So you need to try to go out of your comfort zone, go out of your area, not just rely on national news. You need to go through and talk to your friends about what's going on in their local news coverage, their local news cycles, because this is going to be a really fucked up second half. Of the, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they might have gotten us in the first half. We'll find out. But um. We might be able to use that meme to sum up fucking 2020, but we'll find out. We we might find out. Um, but really, it, it's the second half. We're still in this game. Hopefully, we'll be able to pull out of... I mean, uh, we, we've we got momentum going into the second half, guys. Uh, Let's... Because uh, uh, football. Football analogy. I'm so sorry. This is not a sports podcast, but goddammit, it's really the best analogy right now. We're also not a NASCAR and wrestling podcast either. <laughs> but goddamn, we talk about a lot of sports. Um, um, oh, I want to bring up one more thing about Jerk Rowling, which I thought was hilarious and everybody else did too. Um, Jerk Rowling's oh, tweet praising Stephen King. After, our, go- our, our Lord and Savior Stephen King, yes. After he says, trans women are women. <laughs> tweet deleted. Yeah, she... What was what was the original tweet? Tweet quote quote tweet quote. Let's see the. I found it from the New York Post, which I mean, it's the New York Post. It's not the greatest paper, but it's free. 
<laughs> it it's for, the New York Post is fucking trash. Don't read it for the articles. Read it for the articles. Just understand that it's a rag. You- yeah, read it like the Inquirer. Except this is glow. This is great. Blah blah blah. Uh, King retweeted Dworkin's quote. The quote was f- the f- from her stupid fucking thread from Sunday. Was it this past Sunday? I can't keep up with her dumbass. June 28th. Yes. So this past Sunday, as of the day we're recording, she finished it with the following quote. Uh, Men often react to women's words, speaking and writing, as if they were acts of violence. Sometimes men react to women's words with violence. It isn't hateful for women to speak about their own experiences, nor do they deserve shaming for doing so. I don't think those words mean what they think you mean, JK. Soon after, King retweeted the quote, which apparently pleased Rowling. Her quote. Her tweet, I've always revered at Stephen King, but today my love reached maybe not Annie Wilkes levels, but new heights. Oh my fucking God. One, you need to know who Annie Wilkes is to get how fucking creepy that is. Um, it's so much easier for men to ignore women's concerns or to belittle them, but I won't ever forget the men who stood up when they didn't need to. Thank you, Stephen. Based on this interaction, fans of King soon asked him to clarify his, stan- uh, his stance on Rowling's turf tweets. <clears throat> The response, yes, trans women are women. Jodi Picoult, who is a writer of women's fiction, she wrote the book My Sister's Keeper, also weighed in. So this is another literary heavy um, who has more money than God. She, her, her fan, in, a fan of hers in support of Rowling, asked her to weigh in on the subject. Quote, Sorry, although I understand that women who experience trauma are indeed to be empathized with, I also believe that trans women are women, and if put into male-only spaces, run a much greater risk of violence and death. So, so there's this thing that people, uh, there's this web page, I can't find it now, I'm going to research it again, but it basically tracks Twitter followers for, like, major people and puts a prediction of what's going on. Ever since her manifesto, her Twitter following has gotten lower and lower and lower. And soon she's only going to be talking to the people in the echo chamber. When That's, that's all the people she wanted to talk to anyway. Mm-hmm. So fuck them. Fuck them all. Let them burn. Um, in good news, other good news, which to many are surprising good news, and I am surprised with them, um, Supreme Court did go through and overrule... Louisiana abortion law. Yeah, that fucking gross abortion law. Yay! They also fucking said said hell yes trans rights at least in the workplace. Yep. Um which which in in mass rebellion from well maybe not mass rebellion but some rebellion from Trump fucking appointees being like, "Hey, how about no?" So I don't know what's going on in the Republican Party. It's going to be interesting. I saw a rumor. No, that's disrespectful. Then we're just Polly. There's no side checks. (laughs) My husband's being weird. I love that one. I love her too in a non-sexual manner. He has a crush. He has a crush on AOC. He has a a squish for AOC. (laughs) And he can look up what squishes are on his own time. Um, oh, he already knows what a squish is. He's doing better than a lot of people. Um, what do you think I am? <laughs> someday I'm just going to mic him up and we're just going to talk back and forth during the podcast. <laughs> just just to see how that plays to the audience. And Bill will be in the background throwing out, like, What's going to happen treats. is 
You're just gonna be a bait. He's gonna he's gonna bait the lions, and we're just gonna. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> hey, look at this bad thing. <laughs> yes, that's how it's gonna be. It's gonna be ridiculous. But yes, the Supreme Court is doing weird shit. Um, the Republican Party is doing weird shit. Um, I read, saw briefly, didn't read the article because it sounded too good to be true. Then heard about it from a patient who watches the news religiously that there is some scuttlebutt that if trump's polling numbers continue to be so shitty i guess in head-to-head competition he's gonna drop out because he's a fucking baby yeah at least at least babies do shit because they don't have the capacity to communicate complex ideas yet so when they're being i know go ahead the first time i saw that was when uh, Noelle Light posted that on social media. Her name is Renee. <laughs> yes, but she 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 gave herself the title Noelle Light, and I'm like, she All is right. <laughs> she is no, she is such a whole person in her own right, and I am honored that she would even consider herself not my equal. That's ridiculous. She's I could not ask for a better person to fill in for me. She's an amazing human being, and if anything, I'm a Renee Light. Oh. I'm a high. Qu- I am a high quality Renee rep- uh, Ren- discount Renee. Like if we're casting Renee and we needed a, a cheap replacement, I'd be the one from Central Casting, not from the dollar store. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure that I, I will point this part out to Renee. Like you got to listen to this. Part. <laughs> <laughs> Just send her the damn clip and be like, "Listen to Noel fucking goob about you, like an idiot, or like she has a crush on you," and just confuse her thoroughly. So. That was some news. Everything is still mostly shitty. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. We have momentum going into the second half. Let's go eat our orange slices and drink our Gatorade and come out fighting. And last but not least, Amy McGrath has still out-fundraised Mitch McConnell. Um, Let's hope this helps defeat him in November. Yes. Like I said, that's that's our start of the fourth quarter. Well, actually, that's, you know, that's a big deal. Um, here in November, that's what we're aiming towards. That's the last push. We've got to, we've got to do this because people will die. Let's make the meme a reality. They had us in the first half. Not gonna yes. lie. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good way to end it. That is a fairly good way to end it because I'm just gonna flail and goob. All right. That being said, my name is Bill. You almost forgot your name there for a minute, Chief. And I'm Noel. And we all have an X chromosome. And we all have an X chromosome. You're laggy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laggy like... It's okay. You can... You, we'll fix it in post. Uh... Yes. Craig, get out. Okay, Craig. I put the leave up there. It's time to leave. Bye. Bye, bot. Oh, no, you typed it wrong. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division, network system point two. Called the one, the Neo, the novice, the noose. Red Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents, flagrant, engaged, most basic of states will take, undertake. Making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me. Give it up with the reloaded messaging. Broken down between the test and blessing. Let me reverse to raise the solemn spirits Getting weary of the revelation theory Fabrications constructed from people
Son, Holy Ghost. I give you two hearts and two lives. Through the clouds, we'll see the skies. The sun shines down on our faces before descending into hell's traces. We can't replace this. EMP's ready to be unleashed. Nebuchadnezzar, slip streaming like a beast. Oracles architecting a congregated feast. String them up like a martyr and will no peace. Plot of pointers, don't see the message. Too busy, look at them cameras, judgmental dresses. The siblings graduate what could only be an epic, but this won't be regarded, cause they hands back it. No matter your opinion, machines pouring in. Guns blazing, Zion needs saving, humanity crazy. On us, we can blame it. Life on two, babies wasted. Human embryos in a slave ship. In a slave ship. But down to the words, their bones, their purpose. Lift up the human spirit, the soul. It's worth it. I think they're getting bloated. They gassed and they show it. Well, time to get reloaded. More Sonic than Neo and me and Alpha come and take this. And make this so colorful, you think this was in a matrix. When you hear this style, yeah, you best go ahead and take a whip. Because once we're done, you feel more blending than Agent Smith. Business by day, hacker by night, party mullet time. Slow it down before you stop. Tried to take it, the world was fakeish. Back in time, the machines had made this. Even if the world could get no faker, we got a crew. Morpheus, Trinity, and the Keymaker. Never fail to neglect through all the fun. There will always be a chosen one. If you got a high rank diploma, I'll disable you even if I fall into a coma. Coma.